0: everybody, it's time to LOL. Listen out loud, that is. It's time for Anime Jam Session with DJ Ranma S,
1: Mako-chan, and Ari Rockefeller. Hey everybody, welcome to Anime Jam Session, episode number 618. We are at podcast Talks About Anime, Games, Conventions, The Fandom, Geek Stuff, and Everything in Between. I'm DJ Ranma S.
0: I'm Ari Rockefeller.
1: And I am Mako-chan. And how is everybody doing tonight?
0: Yeah.
2: Eh. That bad, huh? Uh, uh it's the Mondayest Tuesday ever. I think I still
0: haven't recovered from uh, last week, I don't think.
1: I think there's gonna be a few of those, you know, coming through here, you know, so. I guess the best thing we can do is just kinda sorta get used to it, I suppose. I-I-I-I don't know. Don't mind me, I'm slightly adjusting um, my webcam because I, I thought from the last setting of the exposure it was a little bit too bright, so I'm like, let me turn that exposure down and adjust the brightness, and well, uh, I, yeah, let me see if I can, see, now, I've, I've turned up the exposure, and it doesn't work as well as I want it to, most likely from from oh, on a, from on the angle that the camera's at because of the light that I have in front of me right now, which I think if I just put it on full blast like I was supposed to, I think it would work a lot better, but I, 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 I don't know. I, I, I think that works. I think I got something that works. And let me close that out here. And in our chat room, oh, and the party's already started. Rodma421 says, "Looking into a con out in Ohio, I believe lost over half the con goers." I <coughs> and I'm looking at our our list here because I know it doesn't show all of the articles, and that's not on our list. But damn it, it should have been. We'll probably throw that in there towards the end of the show. So, anywho, now that we got all that out the way. Uh, we are live tonight, week of January 23rd, 2024, right here on Twitch TV. We're here live Tuesdays from 9 to 10, 30 p.m. Eastern. You can always find us here at Twitch TV slash Anime Jam Session. We're also proud to be part of the Voice of Geeks Network at Vognetwork.com. And you will find them at Vognetwork.com. And they're also on Twitch for streaming as well. You will find them at Twitch TV slash vlognetwork. Things kick off on Sundays at 8 o'clock with the Bobby Blackwell Show, and follow at 9 o'clock with Orange Lounge Radio, and if y'all saw, you might have saw a random appearance by somebody there helping to host the show, <laughs> and we'll get into that uh, later on in, 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 in the week, so that'll work. So now that we got that out the way, um, oh yeah, I forgot to mention, we have a Discord. Come hang out with us in our Discord at vognetwork.com Discord. Every channel <laughs> that's part of the Voice of Geeks Network has a... No, every show that's part of Voice of Geeks Network has a channel. So come through, hang out, and say hi. So, cool. So now that we got that out of the way, we're going to kick things around and kick it over to Ari. Ask him was, how was your week? How was your day? Ari, how was your week? How was your day? And how are you feeling? Good, sir.
0: I'm feeling a little bit better, but I still ended up taking off today because... I kind of backslid the day before, and I was still really uh mm. out of whack. <clears throat> also, brief sidebar I was i I bought an electric kettle so I could have mm-hmm. you know it's just, have some uh, hot water on deck for wanting to make tea when I'm at my uh, computer. yeah, but look at this. I don't like you can play Nintendo when I say you can play Nintendo shit that that came in a box it,
1: in a way that kind of makes sense, but I never would have thought an electric tea kettle. Would be a three prong uh device. I thought it'd
2: be like two prongs. Uh, no, it no,
0: have a
2: heating no. element.
0: Say what? Sorry,
2: what? It has a heating element, so it has the three prongs.
0: This is the heating element.
1: And the brand that's on there is Ovente. They they make good stuff. I can't complain about them.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll uh, tell it to you to clean it before first use, but I'll get to that later. But yeah. uh, nonetheless. <coughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm feeling a little bit better. Mm-hmm. I still took off from work today because, you know, the day before I was you know kind of coughing pretty bad at work, and right, I, right. I ended up doubled up where I was stationed. so Ooh. and my one co my one other supervisor I was working with she's, look, you know very uh wary about germs and whatnot. So mm-hmm. I'm, like, I'm like, okay, I gotta you know just take a step back. I. Have pl- you know the new year just started i got plenty of sick time so <clears throat> so yeah i co- uh, spent the, the new day co- you know at home recovering
1: yeah new co workers going to have to get used to it and, have, and just learn how to no, deal. no no
0: no no like like we we've, we've both been working there a, a long time I didn't and, mean uh, to say
1: i didn't mean to say new co-worker i was just saying co worker in general just has to learn to deal and get used to it
0: Mhm Yeah well, like when i opened this tea kettle like this is the first thing i saw Stop and cleaning it, okay? Well, yeah, because what uh,
1: some people do, they'll buy the new appliance or this, and they'll start using it right away. Give it a mm-hmm. good rinse before you...
0: Yeah, at start. the very least. Right. hmm <coughs> But, anyway, uh, you know, just trying to get better, and, uh, you know, hopefully... You know, hopefully I'll get better before I have to go in overnights after this week, so Mm -hmm. I I got to do that again. That's fun.
1: I, I, I understand that, you know, the aspect of, well, we don't have enough coverage, so we need you to do overnights.
0: No, it's just that that's where I ended up being scheduled for the week. Oh, okay. All
1: right, sounds good. Uh, Mako-chan, how was your week? How was your day? How are you feeling?
2: Um, I am feeling okay. I am uh, basically just trying to uh, stay warm. Um, it, it's nice that the weather started getting warm. Yeah. The snow on Friday, I figured out that um, if I wasn't working from home and I had to go into work, I would not have made it home.
0: Have you had any uh, big, you know, ice buildups anywhere around you?
2: Um, not ice buildups, but that snowstorm on Friday, I, we got six inches where I am. Okay. And it happens during work hours. Okay. So I would have been okay to get to work, and by work, they didn't have a whole hell of a lot. It wasn't really sticking to mm-hmm. the streets. Same thing
1: here in <laughs> New York. Same thing in, in Manhattan. Yep.
2: Yeah. So if I had had to work in the office, I would have had to drive home in six inches of snow. And It just
0: sounds painful.
2: It does. And they don't actually come through and start plowing in my development until it is completely stopped snowing so they did not actually plow the street my front street until about one o'clock in the morning and they didn't finish cleaning everything until saturday morning so yeah that that would have been a fun drive home but yeah other than that um Everything else is okay.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, my weekend day has been interesting. So, for some of you who don't know, many, many moons ago, I dislocated my knee helping a former friend with a project. And usually during the winter times, I feel that knee, which is like kind of happens when you have an injury. You can tell when it's cold and stuff like that. And I get
0: that,
2: mm-hmm.
1: but, like, the last couple of weeks, my knee has been a little bit more cantankerous than normal. So I went in on Monday, because it was a holiday, to see my, my primary and explain what's going on. So basically, if the, my knee is starting to act up, take some pain meds, which it kind of is, but at the same time, it's not, because I have a high tolerance for that, for, for that type of pain, so it doesn't really bother me. But I got a um a referral to go get x rays. Fine, cool. So Saturday, um, I go over there, but before I go there, I go back to my primary because when I went there the first time, I had to get a blood drawer. So here's the thing for those you don't know, every three months I get two or three vials of blood pulled to check my cortisol levels, sugar levels, all of that stuff. See if I still need to take um how you say, um, like, certain uh, medications. I think one of them was a um, uh, cholesterol one. So, I got the test results back. I have to check it, but, you know. But as per, what was interesting was, they were looking at my results on Monday before I took the test and telling me, you know, you're diabetic and all this and all that. And I'm just like, uh, I am pre-diabetic. I am on medication. You know, fine, whatever. That Tuesday, I go see the doctor that gave me the meds for the weight loss. You know, that do the whole finger prick thing. Because when you're diabetic, they do that. Evidently, my numbers are where, you know, my pre-diabetes went into remission. And I'm like, I didn't think that was even possible, you know. But whatever. So I go do that. Saturday, I go and I do the blood draws. They're happy with the weight loss and how I've been feeling and reacting the last few days and so forth. So... I make my way over to the other medical center to get the uh, the X-rays. I couldn't get the X-rays done because the person, the X-ray technician that was supposed to be there, had to go home due to a family emergency. And I'm just like, "Are you kidding me right now?" That, and instead of just losing the gas, I said, "You know what? Let me let me just walk to the bus stop, get some bubble tea, and go home." That's what I did.
0: Well, it's you know not their fault specifically
1: I know but I would have assumed like even on a Saturday you have two techs you know on shift you know I mm-hmm. th- I'm just saying that's the logical thing but whatever So that's all all said and done so probably on Saturday I am going to make another attempt to get the x-rays done and see what the heck's going on you know Monday I I, for those of you on my personal Facebook, y'all noticed that I was all dressed up, and if you didn't read, and I didn't say the reason why, uh, we had a very important client in the office on Monday. Paris Hilton. Ah. Yeah. Uh, huh. So here's the thing: I went to talk to my boss. I'm just like, what would be kind of appropriate to wear? Because I didn't want to be walking around in bummy clothes, you know. <laughs> So I put on nice slacks, got the shoes, collared shirt, just to kind of look impressive. And I was telling half the people there, mark this day, this will be the probably the only day this year you'll see me walk in here and look this damn good. <laughs> and somebody was like, oh, you should dress like that more often. I'm like, nope. The employee handbook says I do not have to unless my boss says it's necessity. I like coming in here and bummy clothes. I like my sneakers, my cargo pants, and pullover shirts. That's what I will wear. With my anime shirts. That's what I will wear. Because when you're in IT, there is no need to look to be all dressed up where you know you gotta go digging under desks and other shit, you know? Forget that. But that's all said and done. Also, on Sunday, you know, I was a guest host on Orange Lounge Radio, and I was just caught off guard because what happened was I emailed... I text Rob, I want to talk come talk about my trip to Japan from a gaming point of view, like, the gaming shops I went to, and some of the stuff I saw, but we, as always, we kind of derailed, but if I found, but he had mentioned that Loki was going to be out, and if I wanted to be the third, uh, the third wheel, I was like, hell yeah, and then, unfortunately, uh, Doc Soccer got, wasn't feeling too well, so... She stuck on for a little bit, and then me and Rob just kind of carried the show, and it was pretty damn fun. So I will gladly do it again. So, Rob, thank you so much for allowing me to be on the show. The host, need me to come through again? Let me know. But you know what? If there is another time, I know there's a bunch of people that wanted, that can step in. Mike Death would be great. Um, Ari knows this thing, thing or two about gaming. He could jump in there. Um, mm-hmm. Don't... Don't ask Mako, to guest host, because she will join forces with, with Jamie, and you'll never get the show back.
0: <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah, that would probably... I mean, it would be interesting. But, yeah. Um, I think the two of us would really derail things.
1: Yes, yeah. Mm-hmm. Sj 100, Matt would be a great host. You know, I mean, we've been around. So, there's all of that. And other than that, things have been all right. I actually went grocery shopping on Friday because here's the thing: I usually bring an extra meal home from work, and I usually kill it at over. And because they don't do catering on Friday, I try to remember to bring home an extra plate or two, you know. But that didn't happen. So I said, "Screw that." Went to Shoprite, picked up a couple of steaks. So I pan-fried a couple of steaks, air-fried some 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 hearty vegetables, and you know, it was a decent weekend. So I was good with that. Um, I know there was something else I wanted to bring up, but I think that's it. Oh, yeah. I found a new Buffalo Wild Wings to go to now. That's good. You yeah. can
2: have your your traditional Tuesday wings again?
1: I've always had my traditional Tuesday wings, but I was going to different places. Um, a, new pl- I'm a new saying
2: traditional yeah. as in Buffalo Wild Wings. Yeah.
1: Uh, they open up what's called Buffalo Wild Wings Go. It's just strictly takeout with two tables. Everything you want, but it's just strictly takeout,
2: it's, which is what you would need anyway. Yeah,
1: it's a little bit more pricey because it's in Manhattan, but I do mm. have to leave like five or ten minutes a little early to make sure I get my order, and because I have to take a train down all the way down, switch over, and come back up, get my order, walk down to that train, and just make my way. So, because as much as I enjoy going to Wingstop. I was rotating through those normal flavors too too much for me. I was like, I started getting bland. b has about 30 flavors, and I know 15 of them I can rotate through, and I would not be tired of them, because I can make some great combinations. So, you know. <laughs> and regarding to Mako taking over the show, before 421 says, All hell, Mako the Conqueror. You have no idea. <laughs> and the says, just don't wear your House of Wax or Repo the Genetic Opera shirts around her. I never thought to do that, but even still, I wouldn't. Why not? I Look, I don't know. Look, I liked Repo the Genetic Opera. I never paid attention how the fans liked her Paris in that. I don't. I don't I, I don't wanna wear that and then she feels kinda disgusted and she talks to her t- and then I get kind of a rip for it. No. I'm trying not to allow that to happen. I refuse. My job pays me too well to do to do dumb shit like
0: that.
1: <laughs> so there's and that's basically been um our weekend day. So now we're gonna get into some housekeeping. Um for some of you who might have noticed, uh, there has been no opening music before our pre-show. I decided to eliminate that just to like, a little bit more time for the podcast. It's something I've been meaning to do for a while. The original plan was for the pre-show, I will have a countdown timer after about 30 seconds. We'll go in and you'll see not just the name of the track and who's sponsoring, but like a little like... Graphic of the tag so you can discover that. I have like a little countdown timer for for the song. I was planning to do all of that, but I couldn't get it to work as well, you know? So once I get that up and running, that'll be there. But for now, enjoy the fact that after about 15 to 20 seconds, we're going right into the pre-show song and then right into the show. And I have to remember to fix the intro videos because having OBS clip to... Um, what you call it, clip to uh, VLC is not cutting it anymore. I might have to find another video playback software to have it do that, so we'll figure something out. Um. Also, don't forget, episodes of Anime Jam Session are available not just on our podcast feed at midnight, but the video version is available on our YouTube page, uh, youtube.com slash Anime Jam Session. Look for Anime Jam Session podcast or just podcast. And you're good to go. Episodes there will go up Thursdays at 12 noon. So please enjoy that and spread the word on those. And lastly, uh, the AJS convention tour kicks off uh, at ZenkaiCon March 22nd to the 24th, I believe. I don't know if I put the proper dates. Uh, let me double check that. Uh, yeah. I was right. March 22nd to the 24th. Um, Mm -hmm. at at the, uh, Lancaster County Convention Center in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Come through, hang out, and have a good time. And I found out a friend of mine might be doing bunny Stocking anarchy, so I might be doing a photo shoot with her. That would be kind of cool. And I also mentioned to her, like, if she needs photos of any of her other cosplays, I'll just take some fancy shots to send them off. Also, I got my replacement lens. It's a little stiff but it's fine. I'm gonna register the, the lens and see if like said, I can send have them take kind of do like a little lube cleanup job, whatever. I'm hoping by the time Zenkai rolls around, I'll have my new mirrorless camera. I've been looking at a couple of ones I wanna look at but the proper adapter that will work with my existing lens because that 18 to 200 is a godly lens for the work that I do, so enough about that. We're gonna get into a uh, geek round table this is the part of the show we talk more about the geekier aspects of our lives, you know, what's cool and what's up, like what we've been up to, so, or sharing some cool geeky things. So, what you got for us today for Geek Roundtable, Ari?
0: Well, it's uh, something I wanted to show off before the holiday, but I didn't get a chance to. Yeah? Uh, you know how you guys have a uh, senshi-themed stockings?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, now, we got the whole set.
2: Hey! Nice.
0: Yeah, I was so happy to see this coming, mail. Yeah, you know, same people do it. it Starlet, right? Yep, Starlet Creations. Yep. Starlet Creations. Yeah, I, I've been too ill to uh, remember much of anything. But uh, yeah, I was so glad to see it. And of course, now I don't want to use it because it looks so pretty. I,
1: have, I, well, I actually have to take my stocking down because I've kept it up all year for the last few years. So I need to run it through the wash. And I have another official Venus stocking that uh-huh. I need to put in a wash as well. So it's not something I really want to do, but I'll figure out a way to properly clean it. So you know. Yeah. Cause I think the last time I put like my plushies like in the wash, because you're supposed to put them on a the gentle cycle and put them in like a um and a uh pillowcase. Some most of them came out pretty good, fine. A couple of others, not so much. So I might just—I
0: I know i would get some weird of... looks rolling up to a to a uh, dry cleaner and saying, "Hey, could you uh clean this for me?" I'm like, like how the hell do they react to that? You know?
1: I mean, we're at the point where some people bring their cosplays to the dry cleaners. What's oh, a
0: plushie? Oh, I have plenty of times. Hmm. I've that, done that plenty of times.
1: That reminds me, I have like a like a t- a long tail coat and my Sailor Venus soccer jersey. Those gotta go to the dry cleaners with my two shirts. I might just do that this weekend before I run off and do stuff, so yeah. All right, so... Mako is going to explain why she's out here with the Tolkien Brothers. By toke, I mean...
2: What? Yeah, I know. Um naga naga so, nooch. Yeah, yeah. So there was a whole collection <laughs> of Clerks 3 pop figures that came out. Um, I, I wasn't bad enough to get the entire set, even though I really wanted it. I just got, you know, my main Jay and Silent Bob. Mm-hmm. So these are the Jay and Silent Bob pop figures uh, based off of Clerks 3. And yeah. Motherfuck,
0: mm-hmm. motherfuck, 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 noise, noise, noise. Right now I got that song stuck in my head.
2: There there's gonna be another Jay and Silent Bob movie.
0: Word?
1: <laughs> is it follow- uh, is it following the clerk's lore or is it going more towards the Jay and Silent Bob lore?
2: Um it is going to be another Jay and Silent Bob based movie, mm-hmm.
0: um, which, they brought, all take place in the same universe. So, yeah, I mean, it
2: brought in stuff from the other stuff, uh, from the other movies and everything, mm-hmm. but I'm pretty sure it's just a giant silent Bob themed. I you know, don't think it's clerks for, no, I
1: mean, they're at the point where you could do clerks, the new generation. Cause you got two new people working in the, "Quote unquote, two new people working in the quick stop now, so. But um, if there is if if there's going to be another film, I really hope uh Kevin Smith takes a cheap shot at Shandarty. I I I really do. <laughs> because, all right, for those of you who don't know, she has a new podcast now because I guess when you're dying, you have nothing else better to do. But um. I meant that but um, she had Kevin Smith on there as she basically blamed him for the death of her movie career he, she
2: basically cornered him into
1: apologizing for that
2: yeah it has nothing to do with her being uh, shit behind the cameras yeah it's all you know Kevin Smith's fault.
1: Yeah, yeah, Shannon. Tell them why you're not on Charmed anymore, okay? Go ahead. Tell them. Uh, I don't know about you, but uh, I got all day for that one.
0: <laughs>
2: well, that's part of the reason why she wasn't on 90210. Granted, that was mostly that she was, you know, having beef with Tori Spelling. So who the hell do you think Spelling is going to get rid of? His daughter? Mm-hmm. No but that's what you know started it was the two of them fighting
1: and i do understand like if you're the daughter of like a of a powerful producer some children will be a little spoiled i really felt that that's called
0: nepotism yeah
1: but i um but um i would say for some people when they realize the position that their parents are in and they have this opportunity they won't squander it and work extra hard And as Cena Berry says, it seems that Alyssa Milano threatened to quit and have everyone fired. I can understand if she was tired of Shandority shit, you know? (laughs) Wow. I'm sorry. If somebody that I worked with had me on their podcast and tried to corner me like that, I'm going to push right back and be like, no. You are a terrible person. You did this and you did that. No, 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 no. You want an apology for something that is your fault? Let's clear the air. And I would just drop that truth bomb and be like, that's it. I'm done. At this point, we can continue this podcast. But if not, I have no problems leaving. And believe you me, if I'm going to be on somebody else's show, you best believe I will have my phone with me recording everything. So just in case it doesn't come out, I'm like,
2: yeah, y'all want to hear this. That's just me. I mean, the thing is with all of that, it's it's a shit thing all the way around. Mm-hmm. Um, because, you know, they've all got issues with each other but instead of you know just getting rid of everybody and bringing a new person (coughs) Barry! Barry! Thank you for the raid Thank you
1: fam for the raid say the word and we will add you to the show if you want if not you can kind of chill in the audience just let us know interactivity with the fans folks gotta love it when you're live
2: Yeah, so I mean, there's just issues all around because, you know, everybody on there was basically a shit person. Mm -hmm. They did shit (laughs) things. They threatened when they shouldn't have. Hello. I'm right here. Oh, okay. Because no, I just I saw, the, thing switch out on the stream. Oh,
0: yeah. We both went blank for a second. You know what it podcast. is. All right,
2: all right. You know what happened. I went to go
1: message Barry on Skype, but then I realized I always message them on Messenger. So that's probably what it was. I guess when you're not fo- when the, when you're not focused in Skype with the cameras, and you're going to message somebody else, if shouldn't even do that. It is what it is. But please continue.
2: No, I was just saying mm. that you know it's it's shit all around yep. and. There's gotta be a point where, you know, pulling the my name is bigger than your name, um, dick measuring contest just needs to stop. Yeah, I I agree. But at the same time, I, sh- I they they. I mean, they they went on with Charmed, and they really didn't need to. I would
1: say maybe because of the ratings, okay? I don't
2: know. Not that the seasons after she was let go were bad, but some of the storylines were just, they kept things going way too damn long. It makes me wonder if the how the reboot is doing. Last I recall was like four seasons. Yeah, I thought the reboot was canceled. I I, I don't know. I don't. The thing Everything is I, on that channel was basically canceled.
1: What's funny is I pay for FiOS TV and I barely watch it. My FiOS DVR busted about two weeks ago, and I have I've yet to call Verizon and be like, "Yeah, I need a new one." And while we're at it, can you downgrade my package? I'll keep the HBO Max, but just downgrade my package, save like thirty bucks. Yeah.
2: So the Charmed reboot was canceled after four seasons, hmm. but again, a lot of things on the channel got the axe. So. Yeah, so yeah, I think most of those shows, um, most of the DC, I think all of the DC shows are now gone off of there. Basically, yeah, the change
1: because I forget the company that bought that kind of bought the controlling share, and some people were upset with that because it's gonna get it was gonna be a little bit too lean towards the right and some other stuff. I was reading, I was just like, oh, good.
2: No, they they were going to switch a lot of the s- shows to news mm-hmm. or um, reality. Yeah, that too, that too, that too. Just because that sold. I know, I know. Walker is still on there,
0: mm-hmm.
2: so that survived. But Walker Independence did not. None of the DC shows survived. And I know they were going to be bringing in a Canadian show, and that one ended up not being aired before it even aired, kind wow. of thing. Sort of like what happened to the Swap Thing.
1: New show, we're canceling. We have a new show an episode, we're canceling it. Oh, let's just show it anyway. Great ratings, we still canceled it.
0: <laughs>
1: yep. All right. So. I actually sat down and watched The 100 Girlfriends That Really, 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 Really Love You. It's a a decent harem anime. It pulls all the tropes. I think it kind of parodies itself. And what's different about this one, the main hero actually, the main antagonist, whatever, actually embraces all the the protagonists, actually embraces everything as opposed to running away from it so that was great i enjoyed that i am i have watched the last couple of episodes of free ren that's still my anime of 2023 that is so good i am waiting for the dubs of the dangers in my heart season two to drop and i started watching uma masume pretty derby it's actually really good so it's pretty good in this world, there are horse girls, and they train to be runners, sort of like horse racing and so forth. It's kind of interesting. And they all
2: have, like, like horse racing names, so it's kind of cool. uh 421 says they canceled the Powerpuff Girls show before it even got started. Um, they never should have even done that because their plot and background and all of that for that series was so far removed from what it should have been they should have just called it something else and probably would have gotten it on the air see that's what you call a mercy killing right there mm-hmm. if they were really- I mean, there's there's you can do stuff to you know modernize and you know make it for a a better audience mm-hmm. Or I, I should say an older audience, but at the same time, um, like the horrible gem movie, when you are so far removed from the source material, just call it something else and be done.
1: <laughs> Joe, the live action Josie in a Pussycats movie was a better gem movie than the actual gem movie in ge- <laughs> there, you know? I couldn't Ouch. drop the gem movie. I think if you watched the Gem movie, you would have broken your TV. You would have thrown something at your TV.
2: I sat and I read an entire, um, I guess, screenplay mm-hmm. for the Gem movie and wanted to pull out my eyes. That's how bad it was. Wow. You really are a masochist. Eon Flux was a great movie. It just wasn't Eon Flux. That I agree with. That sounds like that how- it was a really good movie, but it really did not have anything to do with the source material, but it was a good movie. Some will say that about
1: uh, Ghost in the Shell, and to that I have to say, go read the manga. If not, shut up and leave me
2: alone. <laughs> but that's just it. The Ghost in the Shell movie was a good movie. Yeah. Sort of. Should they have just got- It it would have been better without her as the main, you
1: know... I I will say this. If they gotten somebody else, I still would have watched it regardless. I care more about the movie. I don't care about who's really acting in it, per se. Because I believe, as much as people hate live-action adaptations of animes and mangas and all of that, I will still go out and do the best I can to watch and support it because it brings in, it ushers in a new generation of fans that's going to discover the original source material and ha- we can have a resurgence of what it is, you know?
2: That's the way I look I at it. I just think they could have gotten a better actress than ScarJo. Okay. Who they got just because she happens to be one of the only females that does you Know action movies
1: there. I mean, they got a no name for Alita Battle Angel, and that was great. And uh, uh, Robert Rodriguez, yeah, we're kind of waiting on our sequel, so um, <laughs> please,
2: please, the cherry on top. I mean, that's that's what a lot of the you know, the movies like that are. You know, sometimes they just go with the actors that are gonna be popular and bring in you know, people to watch it, mm-hmm. i.e. Chris Pratt getting everything now. Ah, uh, no comment. Yeah.
1: Alright, so back to all of that. Um, As I've said, I bought a lot of stuff in Japan. I, you can't see on the screen if you're watching, but I bought 95% of the gifts are wrapped I just need to put them in boxes and send them out. Some of them are in boxes. I just need to properly put labels. I'm going to wrap the... I'm going to finish my dinner, wrap the rest, or wrap the rest, finish my dinner, and just try to get all the... get get it all done together. So, one of the things that I picked up when I was in Japan is this um, figurine of Maki Zenin. From Jujutsu Kaisen. Now, as you can see, it's. I got this from Matarake, and you can't tell if you look right there. There's a tag on it that says unopened. And the price tag on this figurine, 1,000 yen. Not bad. I paid $8. For a figurine that will run you about $30 online or at a convention. And let's say this was new. I probably would have paid 1,500 yen. Which translates to about $13. So, I'm ai Again, all the stuff that I bought, I'm kind of giddy about. And granted, the boxes are kind of damaged because of how I packed it in my luggage coming back from Japan. But again, given the price that I paid for these figures, I ain't complaining. So get right down there, and I just got to find another location to put them. So I have so many stuff I've bought, and another delivery came yesterday, and I have not cracked that open. I'm just like, oh good lord. So anywho, enough about that. We are going to go ahead and get into our first story of the night about. Magico do Remy, and I just gotta respond to something real quick. Uh, let's see. Can they stop? Can they? Can they stop using him already? Uh, no. Well, well.
0: They can, but they won't.
1: You'll understand what when I when I when I respond to what I say. You'll understand if if you know what I do for a living. And get that done, I mean, it won't per se, but it affects everybody as a whole. So, <laughs> anywho, we're all going to talk about um, Magical Do re Me, they're going to have their 25th anniversary and it's happening in March on their official website. There's a video up, I mean, is it? Yeah, on the yeah. There's a there's gonna be a new video going up to for the anime's anniversary. It's gonna be a stage event at the Anime Japan convention on March 23rd. Uh, this convention will run. It will be at the Tokyo Big Sight venue, running from the 23rd to the 24th of March, which is kind of cool. The first Oja Oja Ojamajo Doremi anime series originally premiered in Japan back in 99. Uh, four kids did a heavily edited version of the series in 2005, and called it Magical Do-Re-Mi.
0: <laughs>
1: Look. When they did Mew Mew Power, they were originally going to call it Hollywood Mew Mew, and I was like, please don't. The franchise celebrated its 20th anniversary back in 2019 with Ojo Majo Do-Re-Mi 20th Shunin Carnival, which translates to Ojo doremi Do-Re-Mi 20th Anniversary Carnival. It was a special event held at the Tokyo International Forum Hall C. It featured a concert, a stage reading, a live drawing event, and a talk show featuring the anime voice actresses and staff. So the film that's commemorating this uh, Looking for a Magical Do-Re-Mi opened in 2020 after a delay, and it won Best Animation Film Award at the 75th Manichi Film Awards in 2021. And that's pretty cool. And if you want to go to the official website, it's wwwdoremi anivcom So it's dot vcom And Ronma under, Ronma421 understood the comment in the chat, and well, yeah. It's paid, we all get paid. A circle of life. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, so next up, we're finding out that an artist was called out for lying about working on a Studio Ghibli film. Now, why would you do something like that?
0: You mean lie in general or lie about this? Lie about this. Let's see. A Colombian artist is being slammed on social media after falsely announcing her direct collaboration with okay. Hayao Miyazaki on the Golden, Golden Globe-winning film The Boy and the Heron. Mm-hmm. Uh, first reported on Cartoon Brute, Geraldine Fernandez, a graphic designer at Colombian glass, produ- glass production company Tech the Glass, was able to convince multiple major Spanish media platforms that she worked hand-in-hand with the director, Hayao Miyazaki himself. Uh, the Boy and the Heron received the 2023 Golden Globe for Best Animated Feature, uh fernandez's story is went viral but was this proven that there was no record of her ever working on the project in any capacity uh fernandez's story appeared on multiple media platforms including el heraldo and el tiempo which detail her supposedly heavy involvement in in, with the boyna harris production in these interviews fernandez claimed to have single-handedly drawn over 25,000 frames and essentially the first 15 minutes of the film her quotes, not mine. Mm-hmm. She said that she'd met and worked directly with Miyazaki, who reportedly sent her a personal letter of thanks for her work on the project. But shortly after her interview was published in El Heraldo on January 14th, readers began poking holes in her story. Mm-hmm. There's no record of <clears throat> within any of the film's credits of Fernandez's name, with Cartoon Brew confusing this with American studio Ghibli distributor G Kids. Uh, on January fifteenth, the artist appeared for an interview with Twitch streamer and journalist Pablo Gonzalez, who's It was uh, a uh, <clears throat> underscore Sith on Twitch, where she where Fernandez re- fervently reasserted her claims. Only she got exposed as you know being being a liar.
1: <laughs> Whoops.
0: So yeah, on, and then on the 16th she did another interview with radio show Blue Radio where she said that she, she regretted everything after having exaggerated many things.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, and her uh, social media accounts, personal website, and, foli- and portfolio have uh, disappeared.
1: And, uh, see because... It... Go on.
0: So, because, of course, they have.
1: <laughs> and as uh, C. DeBerry says in our chat at Twitch TV slash Anime Jam session. I stopped caring about El Geraldo after the El Capone vault story.
0: Uh, wrong Geraldo. <laughs> but you get where he's going with it. <laughs> oh, I do. I do. I just like. Oh boy.
1: Hmm. All right. Next up, we find out that legal threats were taken against manga app TakioMi. I won't get into what happened to it because I read about this after this i was like oh but then again given the name of the app i'm kind of sort of how you say not
2: surprised yeah so um one of the largest publishers of korean manhwa calco uh, entertainment the owner of the Tapus reading platform has forced the popular manga and Manwa reading app Tachiyomi to cease all development following a slew of legal threats. So it was announced on January 13th that it was ceasing all development in the open source platform. The popular application served as an all-in-one reader that allowed users to import content hosted from external sources many of which included pirated manga and manhwa sites. Tachiyomi's announcement follows its decision to purge all extensions last week, uh, stating uh, Toshiyomi will no longer be actively developed. Uh, Its latest ex-post reads, it may continue to work for you for the foreseeable future, but there will be no support for it nor the official extensions. Uh, for many fans, this was a fate similar to the popular manga rock site. Uh, so that followed the announcement. Followed weeks of legal threats by one of the largest publishers in Korea, Keiko Entertainment. The move also follows a briefly made. Uh, the move also follows a briefing made by Keiko to Korean newspapers in December that it had identified the operators on the world's biggest manga and Webtoon piracy site. Later images of a seizure would show that while they did shut a site down, it was far from the biggest. Hmm. Uh, Via Torrent Freak, Keiko first contacted Tachiyomi on January 2nd, 2024, and after rounds of discussion. TachioMi agreed to comply with numerous requests to remove pirated extensions. Um, it uh, Keiko appeared to later switch tack, labeling unauthorized Manwa apps like TachioMi a virus risk on social media. This, <laughs> by many, as a lie to slander the app. Nevertheless, with Tachiyomi's code available to all, which allows anyone to fork the code and continue to include these illegal sources, Keiko successfully weakened this threat by forcing Tachiyomi to cease all development. Efforts are already underway for Tachiyomi's successors. Uh, Keiko's continued legal pressure has since inadvertently caused a spike in the code's popularity for programmers and users hoping to preserve the old code. With Tachiyomi long being praised as one of the best manga-reading platforms, it seems like Heiko's fight is just beginning. Yeah.
1: Look, well, listen.
2: It's, it's not a surprise that, you know, these you know, pirated kind of places, one are popping up and two are being so quickly or harshly brought down. But at the same time, it's like, you know what you're doing. You know, when these things start happening and you start getting all these threats, just shut it down or switch the name. <laughs> See, I, because of the
1: name, I thought um the people behind Ghost of the Shell, like Kodansha, went buck wild, you know? That's what I thought. I didn't think. Look. It... You kill one, three more pop up, And most of the time, people are going, are reading mangas and manwas the illegal way because nobody wants to pay for them. Which. Goes back into something that Ubisoft said about owning your games. You own a oh, license. Oh fuck,
0: Ubi! Oh, no, no, yeah, no, 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 fuck no, no, no,
1: no. No, 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 no. You can say f- fuck them for letting the secret out, but it's true. In the last ten to fifteen years, every single video game that you have bought, you do not own f- per se. You own a license to play the game, and they can re- they can cancel or they can revoke that license anytime that they see fit. Look at some of the MMOs out there that you can't play anymore. I mean, for the most part,
2: look at Pokemon. Yeah. I mean, how much of what you can do in Pokemon games can no longer be done because they're getting rid of, you know, online access Mm -hmm. or, you know, things like that? That's Mm -hmm. that's all you still own that game. You can still play it by yourself, but there is no more trading. There's no more, you know, wonder pass or anything like that in the older games anymore. You could probably do you could probably do local versus
1: battles, but that's just about it. Now, as Ron before twenty one says, but at least with the physical copy, I can still play the game offline in some cases, and that's correct. But there are some games, even though they're quote unquote offline, it still needs to dial out to the server to val- validate, and if it can't validate, you can't play the game. Thankfully, you know there are like there are some games where you need a server play. Some companies are like you know what. We give our blessings for you to go to Privacy or do this and do all this other stuff, you know?
0: Yeah, basically when a game advertises being always online or yeah. anything like that, you know, the, the lives, like, mm-hmm. the, you know, the being live services, it's been a boil on the ass of the video game industry for the past, like, decade or so.
1: Yep, yeah, that and and microtransactions. Uh, Ronald Fortum says, digital only means they can take the game out of the online account. This is true. Because if you already own it digitally and it gets pulled and you happen to delete it, you can always re download it. I mean, the game is still there, but it's just not listed for view. It's just hidden. If,
0: it if buying a game is not owning it, then pirating a game is not stealing it.
1: Actually, it still is stealing. That's what some, I understand that logic, but. Pirating a game is still theft. I mean, remember, there are games that people have pirated, and there's, like, hidden shit that's been put into games that you, for various issues and stuff like, oh, the game will automatically quick you out, or this or that, you know? It, it happens. Yeah.
2: Was it the, the first Batman yep. Arkham Asylum? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Downloaded it. It froze your game at a certain point. And when you called to find out why it wasn't going, that's when they told you, "Well, it's doing that because you didn't actually li- get a legit copy." Mm-hmm. Or Batman would arc
1: his body a certain way where you couldn't use, yeah, that type of shit.
2: Yeah, you couldn't use, um, like, uh, the the grappling his... work or something. Yeah, that's what
0: I think it was his cloak. Like his cloak, like, wouldn't like t- turn into its own parachute. Like turn. Uh...
1: Yeah, that, that, that you can glide too, with it and you
0: needed to glide over
1: either or, area. The bulk of the piracy is coming from people who are entitled and want to do it. I know people who pirate because they can't afford it and they're just going to do what they can until... which I understand. I don't agree, but I understand. But then again, you have those who are doing it because they can and that's where the issue is. We can continue on this all night and foam at the mouth about it, but we're not going to. Um, we're going to go to our next story about a boy's love anime that got canceled, and it's tearing Mako-chan up inside.
2: Uh, I, I wouldn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, yeah, so there was an anime film adaptation of a boy's love manga called Ten Count, Um, Which has now been fully cancelled. The film's official website and Twitter uh, will also be closing down as well. Uh, So the announcement on their website and on Twitter says, Due to production reasons, we have had to cancel production of the theatrical anime film Ten Count, which was scheduled to release in 2023. We sincerely apologize to the fans who have been looking forward to the release for a long time as well as to those involved in the production of the film. The anime's film official website and Twitter will close on March 31st. Hmm. Now, we had talked about this project a while ago. Um, This was actually supposed to be a TV series which was going to... It was announced in March of 2019 for a premiere in 2020. Um, and then that was later announced that the broadcast would be postponed. And then October of 2022, it was announced again that the project was going to become a film that would release at the end of 2023. Mm. Um, so obviously not working out very well. Um, however, if you would like to read the source material, it is actually um, being published by Viz Media. Um, it, all of it uh, is, all of Ten Count is under its Sublime label. And the first volume is described as Corporate Secretary Shiratani suffers from obsessive compulsive disorder One day he meets Kurose, a therapist who offers to take him through a 10-step program to cure him of his compulsion. As the two go through each of the 10 steps, Shiirtani's attraction to his counselor grows. So, yeah, there were a lot of people looking forward to this. Um... And again, it was announced first as a TV series and then changed to a movie, and now it is nothing. Mm.
1: It is what it is, and it's all that can be said. Okay, so the uh, next thing we're going to talk about on the show is about a Gundam sculpture. At a snow festival. Ari, <laughs> take that away.
0: Uh, yeah. So on December 15th, the Sapporo Snow Festival announced a line for the large snow statues at Sapporo Snow Festival 2024. Uh, since then, there have been the slow trickle of announcements for smaller statues. On January 15th, the official Twitter account for the Gundam Seed anime announced the series will be participating in this year's winter festivities. Hmm. And uh, we have... The actual tweet from the, uh... <laughs> pardon me, mm-hmm. uh, from the page itself, I'll post the link in the chat. Uh, where was it? Where was it? Uh, yeah. Gundam uh, Seeds, the Gundam series first exhibited at 2024 Snow Festival held from February 4th to the 11th. So, Mobus of Gundam Seed Freedom will be released on january 26th and it's now snow sculpture <coughs> so yeah it's a bust of the rising freedom gundam at the winter festival while it's not stated if, if this is in conjunction with the release of new film mobile Suit gundam Seed freedom considering the release it's entirely plausible hmm. and i'm fairly certain to tweet when translated in english says just as much so there'll yeah. also be a special rap booth at the festival as well, so yeah, of course it's, of course there's a correlation there. Uh, the Rising Freedom Gundam will be on display at the HBC German Pavilion at the Sapro Snow Festival between G- February 4th and 11th. The booth will open between 11am and 8pm during those same days. Uh, the booth will be limited, limited entry if it reaches capacity. So uh, if you love Gundam Seed and in Seppo in every are in uh in February. Now you got something to do.
1: That's way up north, so it's like, wow, that's a bit of a schlep.
0: Uh huh.
1: That reminds me, I think on my next trip to Japan, I'm going to try to hit up a few more, like, anime and gaming ca- themed cafes. Or at least try to.
0: Yeah, it does sound like a lot of fun.
1: Yeah, and the, like I said, food is reasonably priced and cheap.
0: Of course, you know. My poor, uh, you know, 90s anime adult brain, I heard Gundam and Snow Sculpture, and what was the first thing I, I thought of?
1: Gundam Wing? I don't know.
0: Well, yeah, but uh, more specifically, just a, a display of a hero Yui just standing there holding up the,
1: oh. the detonator. And,
0: like, that That'll be the opening ceremony, you just hear... The mission accepted. Click, and then the snow sculpture just blows up. <laughs> well played,
1: well played.
0: Well, I, well, you know how popular that that scene is with the uh with the series. I mean, it's right up there with the uh, tearing up the invitation. Although that's a little harder to replicate with the snow sculptures.
1: No, I, 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 I totally get that. Um, and for basically our last quote-unquote story of the night, we're going to talk about Yoshiki, who is auctioning his crystal pa- piano off for charity. And I think it's a really wonderful gesture there. Now, as you all know, uh, an earthquake hit the Noto Peninsula on the western coast of Japan on New Year's Day. And it was about 7.6 on the Richter scale. This devastated many homes and left over 230 people dead, according to the NHK. There have been many relief efforts to be quick to follow up on things, and thousands of people have donated to help the survivors. And Yoshiki is one of those people who is helping to donate. He announced um, on January 9th that he would be auctioning off his Crystal Kawaii CR-40N piano to charity to help the relief efforts of the earthquake. This came during the ceremony unveiling his hand and footprints at the TLC Chinese Theater in Hollywood. That's pretty awesome. He said during his speech at the ceremony, This year on January 1st came more sad news. A huge earthquake struck Japan. It hit me so hard. I'd like to share this moment with those who are mourning loved ones lost. If I may, I'd like to take the opportunity of this special event to give something back as I've done before. And there was a video posted on his, on his YouTube account regarding this whole, this whole thing. So, the auction for this piano started on January 12th at 12.01 a.m. Japan time. And it went for five days, 12.13, yeah, five days, and it, it went till 11.59 Japan time on the 16th. And he, based, and he said 100% of the proceeds would go to the disaster victims. At the end of the auction, the piano sold for 40 million yen, which is about $270,000.
0: Yeah, they're about.
1: And Yoshiki donated an additional 10 million yen on top of that, too. I was like, wow, dude. And, it, and that adds to the total relief efforts for a total of 50 million yen, which is about $350,000 U.S. In a follow up post on Instagram, Yoshiki said that he is a little sad to say goodbye to his crystal piano, which is like family to him, but I but he feel but I think some people will be saved by those. And I totally get it. And he also has a non profit organization called the Yoshiki Foundation America that's also accepting donations for earthquake relief as well. Donations to his organization will be granted to the Japanese Red Cross Society. So, that's pretty cool. And if you want to donate, you can go directly to org slash donate.html or just go straight to uh, YoshikiFoundationAmerica.org Now, before we get into Meanwhile in Japan, uh, we, I guess we have to address the half-naked elephant in the room really yeah I will make this brief cuz <coughs> we have talked about this on the show in the past Pictures from Ohio Con has surfaced over the weekend and it didn't look crowded. We all remember that one year um Dragon Con happened during the pandemic and it was very quiet, not a lot of people there. There were less people at Ohio Con. Basically the staffers went on strike, and people did decided not to attend. So it was a hot mess, as said by Barry Mellon. And that's all we're going to say about that. Uh, we may discuss in further detail on the show next week, just see how things go. But basically understand, this is one of the few times where a boycott actually works. And I was quite surprised by that. Anywho, we're going to get into uh, meanwhile in Japan.
0: I love the last one.
1: Okay. Uh, let's see. What do we have here? Um, <coughs> I'll take the third story. It's not like I said third story, but it's actually third. <laughs>
2: uh. uh... I don't know which of those two remaining do you think I should do? I
1: always just say flip a coin.
2: I don't have a coin. Flip your bed. If (laughs) I do that, then I'm leaving.
1: (laughs) Rage quit. Do the first one.
2: (laughs) Hmm? Do the first one. Hmm? All right, I'll do the first one. All right. Done talking about this guy. Um, so yes, in Rio and ex Japan announce the newest stage of a decade-plus partnership. So back in November, fans were startled to learn that Hello Kitty had lost her voice, and not in a laryngitis kind of way. After 33 years of voicing the character, legendary anime voice actress Mugubi Hayashibara revealed that Senryo had come to the decision to remove her from the role. In addition Uh... to no longer providing Kitty chans speaking voice, uh, Hayashibara won't be providing her singing one either. And all of her videos singing as the character including the adorable Hello Kitty cover of the Sailor Moon theme song, were swiftly removed from YouTube.
1: Wait, wait, wait. Hello Kitty doing a cover of the Sailor Moon like Densets? Yes. Trust me, it's on YouTube somewhere. Believe you me.
2: Yeah, somebody else has it on there, but yep. officially it's, the official stuff is off. Mm. However, Hello Kitty is getting a new source of musical star power as she's entering a musical partnership with esteemed J-Rock icon Yoshiki. The former ex japan frontman actually has a pretty long working relationship with the Sanrio star, stretching back to 2009 when they first combined their personas to collectively create the Yoshikitty character. Since then, Yoshikitty has appeared on Yoshiki's YouTube channel and in the musical artist Dinner Shows. In 2024, though, they'll be kicking things up a notch as Yoshiki will be composing and performing an official Hello Kitty 50th anniversary theme song to celebrate Kitty Chan's five decades of being the world's biggest ambassador of kawaii culture. Mm. Congratulations on your 50th anniversary It is a great honor for me To receive an offer to create An official global theme song For such a wonderful event Said Yoshiki in an English language statement Implying that the song will be used As part of Kitty Chan's 50th birthday celebration Not just in Japan but overseas as well Hello Kitty Is always cute and makes Everyone smile but that is not all You also have her You also have inner strength And as you make friends with others, I feel as if I understand the many reasons why people around the world love you. This is a great honor, added Yoshiki through his Twitter account, saying that he'll be beginning the composition process soon and asking what kind of song is everyone hoping for? Uh, Yeah, Um, so on top of all of that, uh, there has been no update on a replacement voice actress mm-hmm. um but there were comments regarding Haya Shibara's leaving uh suggesting that it is possible that Hello Kitty's voice will be AI generated oh no yeah i hoping not hoping it's just a rumor um but the Hello Kitty theme song is scheduled to be released sometime this spring.
1: Okay. That's all I got to say. And and also on a Hopefully they
0: hopefully we can get a nightshade version for uh, AI voice work.
1: I can only here's, hope. Here's hoping.
0: Maybe we'll call it something like uh, you know, go with the same theme with well, you know the theme of the uh, AI poisoning. we can call it something like uh, hemlock. The reference is a bit out there, but you know people would get worried would understand it.
1: I, I, I could I could see that um, just bear with me in mind. Um, uh, one of my apps is deciding to be a turd. ...and not want to do anything.
0: One um, of your what?
1: One of the apps of uh, the... Uni- oh, okay. The, the Universal Soundboard app that I use... ...it doesn't want to play. And I'm just trying to figure out... ...why are you not wanting to play? And I... The thing is, I don't really have that much time... To go out and set up another soundboard per se, I'm just like this is not, this is not what I was trying to do or expect. So I don't know what the heck's going. on. But um, if I have to find a new app, it so according to this, there has been an update. Interesting. Um, will will you let me will you let me download it? Would you? That'd be nice. (coughs) Huh. All these connections. It's just says it's up to date. Maybe this up to date version just the, the update must have broken it or something like that. But yet. This update came out like two, three weeks ago and I just used it last week, so it's like I don't get what the heck's going on. Uh. Actually, according to this update came down four days ago, so after I used it, so it's odd. Well anywho I ain't even worried about background music for right now for the time being. I will fiddle around and deal with that later. If I have to download another soundboard app, I will. I I can just drop our background music into into VLC and call it a day. So, you know, anywho, let's get back to the matter at hand here. So we're going to talk about something called something that's kind of interesting. A, a new tuna sashimi alternative coming from Nippon Ham. And Nippon Ham is Japan's biggest ham company. They they sell ham and other pork products, but it, it goes beyond that. It goes beyond ham. And sausage and bacon they sell beef and chicken and frozen pizza and Chinese dishes and now they have now they're selling tuna sashimi and you're probably wondering with a company that was such a meaty history that knows about making good sashimi but here's the thing nippon ham sashimi isn't made out of fish or ham it's made out of plants so plant paste uh,
0: sushi products
1: Right. It's their newly developed plant-based tuna, which contains no animal-based ingredients and is primarily made with konyaku, which is a firm starch gelatin made from yam. Nippon Ham began selling the plant-based fried fish in the spring of last year, but now they're trying their hand at recreating the look, texture, and taste of maguro sashimi, which is slices of raw tuna and oh my god. Plant based sashimi is likely to be more of a difficult sell, but sashimi is eaten raw, usually following a modest dip into soy sauce and wasabi, which means that the flavor and the mouthfeel inherent to the fish itself are more distinctly felt than they are with the fried fish filet. As it is, Twitter reactions to Nippon Ham's uh, tuna sashimi have been mixed. Anywhere from, comments anywhere from cautiously optimistic? To dystopian dining development, one person goes. I think it's. I think it's great that they're trying. I hope someday it'll be something that's cheap and delicious. That isn't maguro. It's just bizarre. We're now living in an age where sashimi is made out of plants.
0: Nope. It's yeah. It's plant-based protein. It's not like friggin' soil green.
1: Let's leave the people out of this. But um. Yeah, the taste of that always
0: varies from person to person.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. As for why Nippon Ham is bringing this to the market, the company cites the growing global market for plant-based meat and fish substitutes and plans to position its plant-based tuna sashimi as a source of protein that will remain sustainable even if fishery resources become strained. At the same time... (laughs) The company acknowledges that with Japan having a small number of strict vegetarians and no widely adhered to indigenous pl- religious taboos against eating fish or meat, it will likely take time for plant-based sashimi to catch on. And because of that, the initial sales will not be, di- will not be directly to consumers, it will be offering it to restaurants starting in April and helping to win over individual diners and expand from there. very interesting
0: I, I, yeah people aren't exactly going around screaming it's plant-based protein soylent grain is plant-based protein you see how that doesn't work but, mm-hmm, i definitely see that
1: All right, Ari, the last one is yours.
0: <coughs> All right, give me a second. All right. <coughs> careful, careful. Oh, God, I'm horking up hairballs like you wouldn't believe.
1: Don't worry, we're, uh, al- pizza- we're almost
0: down to the end. Yeah. Pizza Hut releases a ramen pizza in Japan, and it took half a year to perfect. So, yeah, pizza and ramen are two foods that come to mind for comfort food in Japan. So, the opportunity, to both to enjoy both at the same time as the stuff of dreams. Because now Pizza Hut now has a Koteri Fu Ramen Pizza, which means thick style, mm-hmm. the thick and rich Koteri broth served up in Tenkaipin, a, res- a ramen restaurant with, with 50 years of history that's mm-hmm. been ranked number one in popularity polls. The chain's signature thick broth, which is a large part of its appeal of fans, sets a pizza apart from all the others on the market with a generous amount of use in the topping. Uh, Tenka Ipin's creamy broth, made from chicken stock and over a dozen different vegetables, normally soaked through a doughy base. So pizza worked with the ramen chain to make it more viscous, giving it a sauce-like texture, almost like it, the picture here makes it look like a pack of duck sauce. Mm. Uh, die-hard Tempen, like Tenka Ipin fans will no doubt appreciate the option to add more of the irresistible broth flavor to the pizza, and they'd be happy to know the familiar ramen ingredients like green onion and chashu. Are included in the toppings to further replicate the sensation of eating noodles. Let's see. Of course, a highlight in new pizza is a noodles, and though it was a challenge to preserve the texture while adding them to the, to the topping, by choosing crispy, though they were able to successfully combine the ingredients. Pizza informs us that the mouth warning image is for illustrative purposes only because because a the noodles don't stretch and b, shut. The uh, promotional pictures for food is always done in bullshit like this. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. As soon as I heard, you know, Pizza Hut takes a year to perfect pizza, I, I immediately thought, like, and here's our asses down here in the Pizza Garden, real or like amateurs.
1: Well, I will say this I've had people tell me, you know, if you're, you know, have asked me if I had tried Domino's while I was in Japan, which I didn't have time to do so. But people were telling me, you need to try it. It is not like the Domino's here. Which I believe because I, again, I stopped into McDonald's and got a teriyaki burger and I was just like, oh, wow, this is actually de- delicious,
0: you know? I've had McDonald's and Dunkin' Donuts in Seoul and uh, they were definitely kind of strange.
1: Well, I wouldn't say it's strange per se, but it's, it's just delicious. Yeah. And I don't know why it doesn't want to I,
0: um... oh, let me still acting up on you?
1: Yeah, it really is. So you know what? I'm going to kill that. I downloaded another soundboard while we're doing this. And I'm going to see how well this plays. Um, Let me just adjust the volume mixer so it knows to go through the right output. Where is the thing for this? We're going to go through. Got a sample. a sample. Uh okay. Uh let me see if I could pull if I can pull it from here. I think I have a folder called soundboard so I know how to pull the stuff that I need. <laughs> God almighty. Let's right, missing fields. Test test. Alright, good. I did hear it play briefly, so I can now run it through the, um, I can now run this through uh, the proper soundboard, the sound channel, okay? There All right. Creating a backup plan on the frickin' fly. You gotta love it. And by love, I mean hate. So... I don't know about y'all, but I'm ready to wrap it
0: up. Yeah, me too.
1: Yep. All right. So if you like tonight's show, tell a friend, the internal friend and so forth. We're independent bloggers, independent podcasters. So what we like and don't like, we're going to tell you. That's how we roll. So if you have any questions about the show, drop us a line at podcast at anime Again. That is podcast at AnimeJamSession.com. We're here to believe you. Don't forget to check out our website at AnimeJamSession.com where you will find the latest uh, anime. You'll find our anime reviews, latest podcasts, cosplayer tips and tricks, cosplayer interviews, links to our YouTube and Facebook pages for convention videos and coverage, editorials, so much more at AnimeJamSession.com. And while you're at it, swing over to djronmaess.net. My trip to Japan review is up. I will link it later. Swing by, check it out, and I have plenty more to add to that. And please don't forget to support the podcast. Follow our show on Apple Podcasts, TuneIn Radio, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Radio, Anchor FM, or any other apps that you use for grabbing podcasts. Check them. Out, check out the show. Listen. Leave a review if you can. We really appreciate every little bit that you all do. And while you can, follow us on social media. Anime Jam Session on YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook. Follow us on those so you know when we're going live, when we have new new content to share, convention coverage, a whole lot more. And all of you that follow us on those, thank you so much. We couldn't do the show without you. And if you're participating, us still there are links to our stream elements, stream labs, and our co fi links. If you're gonna throw some cash at us, we really appreciate that. You can also cheer us on with bits, and you can also sub to the channel as well. So now we're gonna go around the room. Last words,
0: Ari. Uh, hopefully by next week, I'll be feeling a much. I'll be feeling a lot better. You know, having a mute so I don't cough into the stream constantly is a uh, really not fun
1: I completely understand friendo last words
2: Mako-chan I am so freaking tired um yeah that's it
1: (laughs) (laughs) okay my last words um yeah I have like a bunch I got more stuff to wrap and mail out and then I'm done so that is it. End of list. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode. Uh, hopefully, Barry will be, will be up to it and they will join us. Hopefully, they will be here with us. Will you be here? We're hoping that you do. That's it. I'm out of here. I'm Ranma. I'm Ari. And I am Makachan. Great fight. Great night. See you next week.
0: Good night, everybody.
1: Good night. Say goodnight, Mako-chan. Goodnight, Mako-chan. Perfect. Awesome. We're out of here. See you all next week.
0: Jam Session and AJS Productions. No fanboys and fangirls were hurt, maimed, shot, electrocuted, or pistol-whipped in this episode, for now. The views, opinions, and thoughts expressed on this show do not reflect the staff or the network as a whole, but we're still right, dammit. For transcripts of this episode, start typing. Check us out at AnimeJamSession.com and Vognetwork.com for more information about us and other programmers. Yamata